I've seen it in my experience where I've lost myself so much because I wanted someone to love me so bad or I loved them so bad that they left my life, whether it's a friend or a boyfriend or whatever. And I realized, oh, like I, I some way along the line, I lost myself. I lost the love for myself. I lost the care for myself. I stopped, literally, I stopped caring for myself. Welcome back, you guys. We are so happy to be here with you today. Yes. Talking about something really good, really important. It's a hot topic. Um, it's a, I don't know. I'm very like excited to talk about this. Because um, like a couple of years ago, me would have definitely loved something like this. So I'm really excited. But Welcome yeah. back to the You Can Sit With Us podcast, guys. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And you always have a seat at, at our, our table. table. You might have noticed that we're in somewhere new today. Um... I had a whole story, but I'm, like, blanking. <laughs> like, I was going to give, like, the lesson in this. Oh, yeah, like, how this this is my daughter's bedroom, <laughs> to put it simply. Um, just a little nugget for you guys, a little Devo. Hopefully this this hits. But I have been struggling really bad with her sleep lately. Yeah. Oh, like, man. Well, for mm-hmm. the past two months. Mm-hmm. But, like, the past two weeks have been actually insane. Like, yeah. Like, I'm telling you, I've been trying to put her to sleep at, like, Anywhere from like seven to eight thirty, and she doesn't go to sleep until like twelve. Yeah. And I don't mean she doesn't just lays there. Like I'm talking about, she runs around in circles, jumps up and down, runs up the walls, like does everything, everything <laughs> <laughs> to not go to sleep. Yeah. And like it's crazy too. This is how I know I've grown because I literally just stay there so calm. And I'm just there's moments when I'm like stop it. Mm. Um, but for the most part, I'm calm and it's been frustrating. I've been very sleep deprived. It feels a lot like the newborn days. But I kind of took it as an opportunity to just switch things up. I've never yeah. had her sleep with me yeah. since she was an infant. Yeah. Like, I always kept her in her bassinet, be more out of fear. Um, and I just wanted to have that boundary. And so this felt like, oh, my gosh, like, what a failure. Like, you know, mm. I tr- sleep trained her. She was such a great sleeper. And now she wants to sleep with me all the time. And so I just kind of was like, let me try this out. God has been placing on my heart for the past two weeks. Like, maybe... This is just a season where she could sleep with me. You know, when she's grown, I'm probably going to be sad that she won't want to even hug me. (laughs) Hopefully not. Um, So I moved her bed in my room, and she's been sleeping in my room. And it's not gotten that much better, but it's gotten a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, And the beautiful thing about that is I didn't even think, like, oh, we could turn this into our studio Mm -hmm. until yesterday. I was like, what? I was like, that's genius. Oh, my gosh. I was like... (gasps) Why didn't this idea come sooner? Literally. You know? I was like, So I feel like it was it. a God thing, you know? Yeah. And we, we've toured studios before. We've been searching. Yeah. Um, because the the tear, the setup and teardown has, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> we, have a lot <laughs> we have like a whole studio yeah. set up here. Yeah. Like, which no is lie. a blessing. Yeah. It can take, like, probably realistically how we've seen it, like three hours yeah. to get everything. One to three hours for sure. Yeah. So... So, yeah, so it's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. You know, when things don't turn out the way that you want, don't be so quick to like be mad at God about it or think that, oh, it's over or like I didn't get what I wanted. Like something good can come out of everything bad. Yeah, exactly. And I love um, looking back at like the journey, looking back at like where we started Mm -hmm. and where the the Lord is taking it, you know, and to capturing those moments and enjoying those moments. And then we get to share with, all of you, um, the the phases, yeah. you know. So um, it's yeah, definitely so excited something. That you guys are yeah. on this journey with us. Yes. But 
What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing? Sorry, did I hit the mic too bad? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's another thing we're gonna have to get. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, oh, so that's so funny. You wanna lead us? Yes. What, so this thing? is a super exciting favorite thing for the both of us. So we yes. have the favorite, um, the same favorite thing this week, mm-hmm. and it's the shirts that we are wearing. Um, it says just a godly reminder. It reminds me you got served when he's like. <laughs> that's very funny man nostalgic but turn um, that into a meme yeah <laughs> um but each shirt has a different reminder in the back the one that we're wearing right now um and then we'll of course link everything down yes. below and show you a picture on the screen mm-hmm. but every every one does have something different in the back and the one that we're wearing is called not called it says um god is bigger than your anxiety there's Yours one says that too yeah oh yeah let me see it oh i don't want to get up Okay, mm-hmm. so I think it's cool because literally, last week's episode is yes. God is bigger than your anxiety. So yes. we didn't have the shirts then, but we have them now. <laughs> yes. So definitely, um, go check them out for sure. Oh my sure. gosh! And the creators of these mm-hmm. shirts are so near and dear to our yes. hearts. Um, yeah, Josiah and Ayelis. Yeah. Ayelis. We just call her Jelly. Yeah. yeah, or Yelly. Um, Oh They're my gosh, amazing. they are amazing. They're just like so, such beautiful souls, mm-hmm. like to to know, to be around. Um, so creative, so like, creative, so cool. Seeing what God has done in their yeah. lives, first and foremost, most importantly, yeah. but in their brand. The brand yeah. is called Armor of God, and we'll link them in um, the show notes and the description below if Absolutely. you're watching on YouTube. Definitely go check them out. Go support. Uh, we may have a little special surprise in the next few months. I don't know. Yes. But support too. small business, Christian small business. Absolutely. They have the dopest shirts. This color. These colors you might be able to find. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with a different saying. But at the time that you're watching this, it might be sold out or just discontinued because they go in collection so their summer collection is dropping and they have beautiful vibrant colors and dope messages on the back like do not live in fear um if your words have power just imagine your prayers like wow so dope yeah and and they look cool and great quality oh my gosh they're so comfortable Mm -hmm. so so comfortable i'm wearing a medium by the way the medium i love the way it fits me it still has that like oversized fit yeah but the collar isn't super large Mm -hmm. the large size i feel like the collar is a little bit too big personally and i'm i'm the type where i like to wear really oversized shirts so I like a medium. I'm five feet tall, just for reference. Mm. Um, about 140 pounds. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's definitely one of the shirts that, like, I'm like, did I wear this too recent? Because I want to wear it again. Because yeah. it's just so comfortable. And I love the message, especially because mm-hmm. um, it's it's such a, a big thing, like, that we all, not we all, but a lot of us do struggle with. So, yeah. I love that the front is this. So, you are prompt to look at okay where's the rest of it right right, you know so it's a great conversation starter or and maybe it doesn't even start a conversation but you don't realize like wearing stuff like this how someone could have literally just prayed like god give me a sign or something something you're struggling with and the very shirt that you're wearing can speak to them like i've heard such like scenarios like that so many times so so check them out check them out we love them uh if you they're super cool with like keeping in contact with their customers so definitely Mm -hmm. if you came from here uh let them know that you heard about them from us yes happy shopping yes (laughs) (laughs) they also have like i think uh sales so like Mm -hmm. um you get one for i believe 25 and then two for 40 so just check them out and um i promise you you will be happy with what you see yes (laughs) 
All right, guys, let's get into the nitty gritty, juicy, oozy meat and potatoes. What's that uh, Thanksgiving meme? Gravy, meat, potato. No, what is it? Oh, oh, greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I totally butchered that. But yeah, yeah, so. What are we talking about today, sis? Oh, girl. There's like so many ways to. Oh, no, wait. Did I delete? Oh, I I was going to say. Um, Actually, looking at our notes today. Oh my gosh, my eye. Yeah. Because this is just, there's a lot of, a lot of ways and yeah, yeah a lot of ways that we can talk about a this. A lot of things we need to speak to yeah. on this topic for sure. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about self-love. Is it toxic or is it healthy? Mm-hmm. Why are we even asking that question that way? Mm. Yeah, I think, listen, a lot of it can definitely come from just the world around us Mm. what the world around us told us is healthy Mm. what what the world around us has showed us like what love is and that's and i'm giving quotations Mm -hmm. because like us like people who didn't necessarily grow up knowing the lord love was shown very differently (laughs) so it's like and we didn't know if it was toxic or healthy per se um that in and of itself is a learned skill to be able to determine what is toxic and what is healthy Mm -hmm. and i think that comes with just maturity in the lord getting in your word absolutely absolutely the reason why we're asking is it toxic is it healthy and i think that some of you may feel one way others might feel the opposite Mm -hmm. i think the world tells us that self-love is healthy that self-love is the goal that self-love is the answer to everything and as christians we know that that's not the answer to everything but as Christians, we can also paint love, self-love as toxic, yeah. as demonic, mm-hmm. as not godly at all, as not biblical. So we're going to be really breaking that down today and really talking about the nuances of it all. And yeah, join us. Um, yeah. Definitely. We always encourage you guys to leave comments down below with questions, how how you felt like this spoke to you or didn't speak to you. Um, any like just communicate with us we want you guys to join in on this conversation if you like hearing about content like this and wanted to grow in your faith and in living out your purpose make sure you subscribe or follow us if you're listening on audio platforms and hit that bell notification if you're on youtube so you don't miss an upload because (laughs) on wednesdays we upload (laughs) so yes this way you can yeah this way you can um, stay up to date with mm-hmm. when we release and um, set timers. Um, so, yeah, just go ahead and click all those buttons. Yeah. <laughs> so, first and foremost, talking about self-love, let's first talk about the opposite, mm. which is self-hate. Mm-hmm. I think we have to define what it looks like to not love yourself at all. Like, mm. what is self-hate? And mm. I think that this is not a stranger to christians lives Mm -hmm. i think that i see it more in christians than anyone else and i think the world sees it too and that can also be a very bad witness to unbelievers because if we know the one who is love how do we have such a hard time like embracing love for ourselves and for others yeah and then i also think that people who aren't believers who don't know the lord struggle with self-hate as well i think this is a human thing that we struggle with and we need to talk about it so what would you say are some like indicators of self-hate um, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of self-hate is I think of words. 
um, mm-hmm. a lot of words that we may even tell ourselves, and I am very much guilty of this myself. Yeah. Um, I'll say something that um, will make my heavy, will make my heart heavy uh, with it coming from myself. You know, like I'll say, oh, um, I'm just not good enough to, mm. I don't know, uh, develop so, a skill of okay. some sort, like something like that. Um, so like negative self-talk? Yeah, negative, negative self-talk. Beliefs. Yeah, okay. that's one way I think of it. Yeah. Another another way is, you know, if you cause harm to yourself oh, because yeah. that's the only way you feel something mm. because you don't know, you don't love yourself and that's the only way that you can feel something. And causing harm to yourself doesn't just mean like, cutting yourself and stuff mm-hmm. you know it means sleeping with people who are not good for you it means hanging around friends who are taking mm-hmm. you further from god it means like not caring for yourself right, simply right, like exactly. doing anything that is not good for you mm-hmm. truly good for you and and what god wants for you exactly some other indicators of self-hate are horrible boundaries yeah. allowing people in your life or too close to you that are not healthy for you that are not good for you and the purpose that god has for your life um insecurity i think is a huge indicator um insecurity i always say this well i'm not the one who made this up but like it's something i always think about mm-hmm. i preach it to myself um, it's just something I, it's like a principle I live by and that is confidence is quiet and insecurity is loud. Oh, that's good. So an indicator also of insecurity, which is an inse- uh, a indicator of self-hate is, are you always loud? Do you always need to talk mm. so loud or always be heard and talk over people and like things like that? Um, also not knowing your purpose, mm-hmm. like not knowing what your purpose is. And we'll dive a lot more into that in a second. Because, like, how do you find your purpose? We also actually have an episode. I think it was it's like episode uh, one or two. I think it was two. Yeah, because I, I think, think our so. first one was the intro. Yeah, yeah. Our episode two where we talked about, like, what is purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, for sure, go check it out. Yeah, we'll we, link it below as well to mm-hmm. make it easy for y'all. Because our purpose is really simple. I feel like we complicate it. But, um, yeah, knowing what God wants for you and anything that aligns with that is really an indicator of self-love. And if you're doing things that are out of alignment with that... Right, right, right. I also think um, I totally agree with you how confidence is silent and insecurity Mm -hmm. is loud. And you did mention about, like, are you the loudest person? Or you always feel like you basically need to be in the mix and say something. But I also feel like when, like, the complete opposite of that is still loud. Absolutely. Even though, like, you per se aren't the one, like, like, uh, Loud outwardly and, being loud yeah. but if you're like always isolating yourself if and you're super always secure like super, speak with no yeah, boldness, yeah then that's pretty loud as well For like sure. that insecurity is also right. loud as well loud in a different way it, in a different way mm-hmm. absolutely um and of course i always want to be sensitive to even speaking to those people because um i'm a, i'm like i guess i can bring it back a little bit to myself because i'm i'm a little weird and i know there's a there's a word for it but i can't think of it so like i'm very outgoing and very um like an extroverted introvert yeah like like um but i know some of my insecurities um are also loud because i like to also kind of like be be like i don't want to be seen in a way you know um so i want to be sensitive to those who um feel that mostly Mm -hmm. because you are seen you are loved and you don't have to hide. Yeah. Like, 
it's okay to be it's okay to be a little bit more and behind the scenes mm-hmm. in the sense of like you know you don't want the spotlight the yeah. spotlight and that's fine but if it's in a heart posture where it's like i just i already feel invisible so i want to i want the rest of the world to right. to, to not see me and that's not god's will for you mm-hmm. that's god loves you so much and he needs you for his kingdom he yeah. needs you to 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 do what what he has placed exactly. in your heart and and over your life to do so to be seen is not is is shouldn't be as scary and um i just want to tell you that you are you're worth you're worth it you're worth being seen so um that's i want to be like mm-hmm. i wanted to be a little sensitive towards that but yeah, yeah for sure you know um it's a loaded topic yeah for sure. <laughs> hang in till the end i promise you won't yeah. get the full message unless you do right <laughs> exactly so i believe that there's there is another indicator of um self-hate is when you place all of your self-worth and identity and what you do yeah and i strongly believe that is so counter gospel because mm-hmm. <laughs> like no matter as much as you do you can you can be so skilled and master yeah. so many things like a jack of all trades so morally good s- yeah but you can only go but so much mm-hmm. you know and you will reach a point where honestly the best way i can i can describe it is it's like it's kind of like suffocated it's like like where's the end of all of this like i'm doing 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 when when is it enough so when you put all of your you know like whenever you put your um self-worth and identity and what you can do where is like the end of that so where is the peace in that you know and jesus is enough like what he what he did on that cross that's the end of it Mm -hmm. that's where it's like Okay, and it it should lift off a burden, and I and I pray that um, you guys can hear my heart when I say this. You guys can understand uh, where I'm what I'm trying to say um, is like what he did on the cross is enough, you yeah. know. And don't get me wrong, like, and I know we've said it before, like what you do matters. Of course it does. Like faith without works is dead. Right. So like, but it, it's your faith that's within your faith in Christ that propels you to mm-hmm. to do the work. Exactly. You know, um, it's not the it's not just doing the work like in vain. Just to put it simply, mm-hmm. um, because we it, it should lift off a burden because it's like okay, well I don't have to do 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 to find identity. I have to do 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 to be standing right with the Lord because because yeah. you think about it, it's like okay, what are you doing this for? Right. You know, if like if your life is it comes to an end because that's just the reality yeah. of life here on this side of the yeah. cross. Like it will come to an end. Mm-hmm. So what are you working so hard? What are right. you doing? Are you so trying much? to please people? Are yeah. you trying to get worldly success? You want your name to live on forever? Yeah. So it's All like that stuff doesn't matter. Exactly. So everything that you're doing, really think about it. What are you doing it for? Right. I mean, if it, if it's good. to to leave a legacy, amen. But also check your heart with that. Mm-hmm. But if you know that Jesus paid the ultimate price like he because of him you um and and your faith in him you are in right standing with god so when your life here when the when god calls you back home you're actually going to go back home to him mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then um it's just i when i think about putting our self-worth and an identity and what we do i just feel like it's just a hamster wheel and For you'll sure. never you'll never get a clear and you'll never get a clear answer on your identity you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying because if you if you think about it and you be like, oh, I'm a great football player, 
I am a football player. But, you know, just naturally, you're going to age. Naturally, mm-hmm. your bones and your muscles right. is not going to be the same. Yeah. So if you put your identity in that and what mm-hmm. you're doing, when naturally you can't do that anymore, then yeah. what? So it's just... Then it's who a ham- are you? Then who are you? And then you're, it's just yeah. this hamster wheel and constantly... In. But rest assured that Jesus' work was enough mm-hmm. for all of us right. who have faith in him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I want to just chime in real quick because this is a conversation I had with a friend recently mm-hmm. where, because I'm sure people are listening and they're like, okay, with a football player analogy, mm-hmm. there's a natural part of loving something that you do mm-hmm. that bleeds into identifying with it. So there's going to be a certain level of if you're really passionate mm-hmm. at something and if it's something you're going to be great at or you are great at that you have to have you have to have some sort of identity identifier you have to identify with identify with it to a certain extent right right so there like if that thing does get taken from you whatever way there's a natural grief that happens oh, absolutely but there's a difference between when you place your whole identity in that mm-hmm. thing and when you know that your identity is who God says you are and your identity is in Christ and that thing goes because the pain is not like deathly you know Mm -hmm. it's not like oh my gosh I don't know who I am anymore Mm -hmm. it's like whoa I don't know this version of me and this season is weird and this is uncomfortable and I hate this and I don't I have to learn what I like again but I know God and I know who God says I am and that is the constant like pillar and foundation of everything else the it's really the foundation of the house and then the identity that you have in each season is kind of just like the, what is the word? I wish I knew um, <laughs> house terminology, but like the, the pillars of the house that like, you know, build, yeah. build the structure of the house, right, which right, can right. always be t- torn down and changed. Right. But the foundation is there, you know, mm-hmm. it's solid. Exactly. It's, it's unchangeable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like even better than that, like the whole bare bones of the house and the actual foundation that it sits on is your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. But like the painting of the house, mm-hmm. that that changes. That's yeah. your identity. It changes. It's the outward thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think of Job's story, and I, I just hope I'm not taking out of context, but like God stripped everything away. Well, God allowed for right. everything to be stripped away mm-hmm. um, from him. And all he was left was with his faith, his faith in God. Yeah, he you was like, naked I came into this world, and naked I will leave or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, I'll still praise God. Yeah. Like, that oof <laughs> when i tell you that has gotten me through some of the worst seasons of my life that felt like a job season but we're in reality we're nothing compared to job's mm. life <laughs> but that's real though like when mm-hmm. you have nothing left mm-hmm. who are you who are you really yeah and i think a big indicator of self-hate essentially or not having self-love and just essentially hating yourself i know that's such a harsh word and i want to be very gentle with what we're saying so understand the illustration that we're trying to draw with that language but a good indicator is that you don't know who you are in christ and that's dangerous because when you don't know who you are in christ you you can't know your purpose you can't know your calling and Mm -hmm. when you don't everything you do in life is not going to be in alignment with that because you don't even have that end goal that target that you're working towards so you're going to allow you know bad boundaries in people who are not good for you who are not bringing you closer to the lord Mm -hmm. uh bad habits so many different Mm -hmm. things that are deprecating like just deteriorating and not good for you yeah um yeah. and when you don't know your purpose um 
it's like you're wasting your life like i know that's harsh but like you really no, are that's and real so you're not living in your purpose i want to bring up a, a scripture from hebrews 5 12 and this is the author talking to believers of the time and he said you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Ouch. <laughs> that was harsh. <laughs> but it's true. It's like when you are still struggling so bad with condemnation, self-hate yeah. to me for a Christian – and even a non-Christian. But the thing is, Christians, we we should know the difference between condemnation and conviction. Yeah. But condemnation is such is so equivalent to self-hate, in my opinion. And when you struggle a lot with that, feeling so horrible about yourself, um, holding yourself to your past mistakes, to your past identity, to who you were before, whether that was before Christ or when you were just younger in the faith or who you were yesterday even, mm. that holds you back so much because you're living in bondage to that. That is not from God. God does not condemn us. So why do we condemn ourselves? And when we are confident in who God is and who he, who he says we are, we're able to walk in our purpose much more freely, much more confidently and not in like a worldly way, but in a godly way mm -hmm. because we know who our God is. We know that we're here by him, for him, and everything we do it's to glorify him. Exactly. And um, I just, oh man, it's just so important. Like, I feel like that's probably one of the most important points of this whole thing. Yeah. Is knowing who God is. Mm -hmm. Knowing who he says you are. Mm -hmm. And. Lim can I chime in? Yeah. So, and fair warning <laughs> full disclaimer i think for the next couple of episodes you'll always hear me talk about the book essentialism oh my gosh yeah <laughs> it's been like two months now <laughs> it's like for real i absolutely that book is just seriously life-changing for me but the reason why i mention it is because there is um i can't remember the chapter um but he does talk about um when a company or like the employees in that company don't know the clear purpose for what they do like their, the purpose for, for why they're even there, like what they do or, yeah. or the mission basically for the company is just bound to be chaotic. It's bound to to, to have um, so many errors and mistakes because there's not a clarity on the purpose for that company, on the right. purpose for them there. Mm -hmm. So it just brought me back to that because it's you can even brag, bring it back to – <laughs> you can also bring it back to just something as practical – as like at your job you know like how purpose especially the purpose that the lord has placed for your life mm -hmm. it just once you know that there's so much clarity and Absolutely. and i know that there's so many people out there and i will even vulnerably admit that i am walking in that season myself like really trying to hear god and understand the purpose that he has over my life mm -hmm. um and talking to my therapist um she has definitely like affirmed and encouraged me that He's doing a work in me that he's revealing that um, mm -hmm. slowly but surely um, that if you're in a place where you're not just you're literally asking as you're listening to this. I don't know my purpose. What is my purpose? Yeah. It's OK. You know, um, we oh, I feel like we always in every episode that we say is just continue to walk in him, continue yeah, to seek, seek him, him mm -hmm. because he will not fail you. He is not quiet. I mean, he can be silent. 
yes, but he's also not. Yeah. You know, like he is always saying something, even if it's not audibly, but he right. is moving um, always. He's always yeah. doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he will make it clear to you Absolutely. in his perfect timing. Just be patient yeah. and continue. Trust the process. Yes, trust the process. Trust the process. Um, however long it may take because your timeline where you feel like it needs to be done like i need to know i need to know this by the age of 20 i need to know this by the age of 40 like i'm 40 years old how do i not know this (laughs) i thought my purpose was one thing when i was 20 you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um but he's already he's already like he's done so much in your life and he's already moving and working it all out in his perfect time and so when he fully reveals it to you it's at the right time Mm -hmm. you you get what i mean that's so good because if you stick around to the end you'll see how self-hate leads to not or comes from not knowing your purpose and i don't want to say if you don't know your purpose you automatically hate yourself Mm -hmm. there's a lot of nuances in what we just explained so please like hear even like rewind back if you need to to like hear that again because not knowing your purpose and being confident in your purpose does not mean that you hate yourself like i said there's more nuances to that however it can be an indicator it's kind of like a symptom in, in a sense yeah but when you seek god he will reveal to you your purpose, but it's a process. You mm-hmm. have to, he's going to strip things away from you that are that can't go with you because they're not part of your purpose. Yeah. But the way that he redeems your gifts and your personality and how mm-hmm. he's created you, like that is what it looks like to be living in purpose and to love yourself. And mm-hmm. we'll tie it together in the end when we talk more about self-love. Yeah. Um, I would say also another indicator of self-hate is when you struggle to love people, mm. I think that struggling to love people definitely hints at something deeper that you struggle to love yourself mm. um, or accepting love from other people. Oh, also, girl. I think typically humans fall on one end of that spectrum or the other and maybe in different seasons you fluctuate back and forth. Um, but, you know, the saying where people say, oh, how do you expect someone to love you if you can't love yourself first? Mm. <laughs> um, I always think about that. But specifically talking about loving people if you struggle to love yourself who is made in the image of god it's it's either gonna be you're gonna struggle looking at other people as they are made in the image of god and loving them you're gonna it's gonna be hard to give them grace because you haven't fully accepted god's grace for yourself Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard for you to forgive them because you haven't fully understood or embraced the forgiveness that god has given you uh and also, if you don't even look at your strengths, but you're always talking about your weaknesses and your mistakes, you're going to see that in other people, too. People are mirrors that just reflect us mm-hmm. like they and a mirror isn't an exact like identical clone. Mm-hmm. A mirror, you know, is opposite. Right. In a sense. right so right. like it's not an exact like when you look at someone, you're seeing yourself, but yeah. it reflects back on us. So the things that we notice in people are or don't like in people typically are things that we don't like in ourselves or our younger selves mm-hmm. or or things that have been done to us. Too. Yeah, absolutely. I totally, totally understand and see where you're coming from and agree with that. But I will say I kind of I have a different perspective on mm-hmm. that saying of um, how can you expect others to love you if you don't love yourself yeah the reason being is because oh let me come back to that too because i didn't okay. share my thoughts on that one but i would love to hear yours first okay okay um so because also, sorry guys it's like thundering and light like oh, raining yeah. right now <laughs> just enjoy the white noise sorry <laughs> no you're good um is because like i feel like others 
very much so can see you in a way that you don't even see yourself. Mm, so that's good, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I, a lot of times, like I kind of feel like with our, with us, like our friendship, mm-hmm. like, um, and the way that I love you, um, like you'll say something, <laughs> you'll say something that I t- like genuinely don't see, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know, you'll make a comment about your outfit or the way your hair or something like something small like or that or ugly or yeah something has, <laughs> have an ugly day like deeper yeah. yeah and I genuinely don't see that you know um mm-hmm. and it definitely could be because I I love you the way the Lord loves you you know it's like um I have a deep love for my sister you know um it could be obviously something like that but I don't have the same lens that you do mm-hmm. so I feel like someone expecting for someone to love me if I don't love myself. I don't know. I just, I just think that's a little, um, canceling of, right. of how, how someone can truly love you. Be, you know what I'm saying? And, and help you see what it is that they see and how the Lord sees you. I feel you like know, this is you know? so nuanced. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like, what would you say though about someone who really, really doesn't love themselves and they just mope around all the time and they're so negative and mm-hmm. they're, they always say negative things about themselves and their lives. Like, don't you think it's hard to like love that person? Mm-hmm. And and I think when I say it's hard to love that person, at least for me, mm. it's not hard to love them in emotion, but it's hard right. to love them in action. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe and that's the difference. No. Yeah. And I, I can definitely <laughs> agree to that because naturally sometimes we just it's like, OK, they're always a Debbie Downer. They're always like an Eeyore. Yeah. So it's like I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to be like around that. So that can definitely like portray yeah. as like. Um, oh, they don't love me or mm. kind of say, but I think it's, it's important to realize that because if anything, I feel like your actions to love them and to be around them will speak volumes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll speak volumes. So but there still is a responsibility on their part absolutely. to like care and love, care for themselves and love themselves to bring them back to a healthy place. No, absolutely. And that's where things start flowing more freely. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. Yeah. 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 But, Bring, uh, I don't want you to bring lose it back your, to that. Yeah, bring it so, back to, I don't want you to lose I don't you know, I always think about, I always think about that saying, and I'm like, I will say most of my life, I definitely believed it to be true mm-hmm. in the context of relationships. Okay. Well, obviously it's a relationship quote, but like, <laughs> I've seen it in my experience where I've lost myself so much because I wanted someone to love me so bad or I loved them so bad that they left my life, whether it was a friend or a boyfriend or whatever. And I realized, Oh, like I, I, some way along the line, I lost myself. I lost the love for myself. I lost the care for myself. I stopped literally, I stopped caring for myself, which is loving yourself in action, whether that be just doing the things that are good for you, like Mm -hmm. slowing down for me, Mm -hmm. um, going to sleep, getting good sleep, eating well, not eating out as much, um, things like that, you know? So I do think that well, the, also the example I just gave about like the hypothetical person is it's hard. Someone can love you, the emotion of love, but if you aren't actively loving yourself, taking care of yourself and seeing yourself in a good way, how can you truly embrace that yeah. from someone else? So I think That's that so it's good. a nuanced question and mm-hmm. there is no like black or white for me, right. which I think is okay. Right. I'm glad that we got to talk about that. Yeah, no, that's a very great perspective that I will even uh, take on after the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, I just, I think the common denominator, 
denomination. Denomination. <laughs> um, denominator. <laughs> denominator is. That's a funny word. Denominator. <laughs> denominator. Say it. Denominator. It's fun Ew. to say. Denominator. Denominator. You're so denominator. Funny. <laughs> That's a lot of vowels. Denominator. Oh my gosh. Five vowels. Wow. So random. Sorry, um, guys. <laughs> is just, I guess, it's about perspective and. Mm-hmm lenses i think of like lenses like what how do you see so yeah for sure um that's really good yeah love that okay so maybe you identify with one or multiple of the things that we just said there is hope for you and i hope that the conviction that you're feeling doesn't drive you into more of those feelings of condemning yourself and beating yourself up but i really pray that this episode ministers to you i pray that your heart is open Sorry, my, my eyes. Uh, I pray that your heart is open to what God is going to speak through us in the rest of this episode and that you walk away from this episode with a new view of yourself and of love and God's love for you and thus like love for yourself so this conversation ended up being a lot more loaded than we intended which is okay Holy Spirit be moving Mm -hmm. so stay tuned next week where we are going to break down what is the difference between biblical self-love and worldly Worldly. Mm self-love. Yes. Come uh, sit with us again next week. You don't want to miss it. I feel the Holy Spirit definitely moved a lot in our hearts and dropped some gems. So, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Yes. If you are not subscribed, make sure you do that and hit that bell notification so you get notified because we do not want you to miss out on next next week's episode because if you do... You're kind of like, you won't get the full message that God really put yeah. on our hearts about this. Yeah. And it really all plays in together. Yeah. But we want to honor your time because we ain't Tim Ross and we're not going to make two and a half hour episodes. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we also don't want you to be left in limbo. Like, yeah, wait, exactly. hold on. Like, but mm-hmm. what's the, I guess, solution? Right. Uh, you know, so for lack of better terms. We're, we'll dive a lot more into this um, in next week's episode. So yeah. make sure you stay tuned. And let us know down below uh, what you took from this and what you're going to actively be working on from this. Yes, yes. We love to talk with you guys. And if you go to our church, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> we love to meet you and hug you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's pray. Yes, ma'am. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time, for this space, for this physical space and this metaphorical space to be here to talk to so many people. God, thank you for every single person that you are touching through our brokenness, through our flaws, through what we see as um, just shortcomings, God, but that you are just working and using broken people like you always do, like you always did. I thank you that the words that we spoke in these episodes, God, would just minister to the people who are listening, God, to the person listening right now who is struggling with self-love, who has feelings of self-hate, who looks in the mirror, who doesn't recognize themselves, who uh, is struggling so bad with boundaries and letting people walk all over them or closing themselves off to people. God, I pray that you would soften their hearts, Lord, that your love would just overwhelm them, God, that they would just be brought to their knees in um, repentance and just pure surrender to you, God, that they would see that it's way too heavy to try and um, go through this life on their own. 
and and the way that they have been trying to navigate it god to create a safe space for them but that you are our safe space lord i pray that you would put people around them who can love on them who can be good examples of how much you love us lord and when people fall short because we will because we we're all fallen sinful imperfect human beings i pray that they would not lose hope in love and not lose hope in you uh, i pray that they would grow in just how they see themselves because that they they would love you more and just uh, seek your face more get in your word more see that how fulfilling and refreshing it is lord and in that they would see more of who they are in you and see themselves through your lens and see the world through your lens god and i pray that you would just continue to uh speak through us so that we can help people grow closer to you and grow further in their purpose we thank you and we love you in your holy name we pray amen amen